0: <laughs> How's strange This broadcast. Is <laughs> hey Randy. Hey William. Welcome back. It
1: feels like the last several episodes were always like, welcome back, friend. <laughs> but it has been a long time since we broadcast <laughs> last. Yes.
0: Luke Lucas decided we're like, hey, yeah, we're we have a guest, Lucas is here. Title. Don't touch the we're table like, don't Lucas touch is the like, table. what if I move the whole thing instead? Yeah, just move the table. That works. You know how long it took me, Lucas, to center this table in this room? A long time. I'm just going to tell you. So I'm sorry. We keep
1: saying, Lucas, friends. Welcome to the Waystation Podcast, your source for life hacks, social commentary, and amazing stories. Uh, We have with us today, recently returned from his mission in Texas, Lucas Davis.
2: Howdy. My name is Lucas, and I did just return from my mission in Texas. He
1: used to say howdy twice, so he's been back three weeks, and now he only says it once.
2: Yeah, it's going away. He used to go howdy, 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 <laughs> howdy.
1: What <laughs> other uh, you know kind of fun words did you pick up? Which and is the... what Little Caesar says when they sell pizzas down there. Yep, yeah. <laughs> they don't say pizza, 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 they go. pizza, pizza howdy, howdy.
2: howdy. <laughs> um, I picked up howdy, y'all. I say yonder, like it's over yonder. Yonder. Yeah, and then there's like there's one other one
0: I can't come up. I can't think of it. In my. Do you ever hear but... the one finna? Yeah. Yeah, I, kept, for, I can't pick that one up because that was when I was in the poor areas of oh, Texas. Oh, yeah. But Finna was a good one.
2: Well, I, I learned Finna in West Ranch at West Ranch High School.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: I said Finna for like my
0: whole high school. That's a total I walked into, yeah. So he
1: was over it by the time he went to Texas. Yeah, I,
0: like, I'm yeah, glad yeah, I, I not saying that. that. I'm going to use proper English. Mm-hmm. And did you teach them proper English?
2: That's a good question.
0: Were you born in California? No. Oh.
2: I was born in Colorado.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad state. Yeah. Not a, a bad place. state. I like that place. It's pretty. I It's mean, actually um, it's pretty.
1: You know, we hit, we we birthed them in the morning, and then Rachel sent me home so I could watch the uh, season finale of Alias.
0: She <laughs> what on earth? That was a good show. It was you a good show. Never. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no, it was it was one of those things where the babies in the nursery. I want some rest. Go and come back. I'm like, all right. <laughs> we had our third. She, she has this endorphin rush after she has a baby. She's just overly generous. She's just like all all of her maternal instincts come out. She's like, you go go watch the show that we love.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> My wife is so tired. Um, I don't know that she knew I yeah, was even there. <laughs> that's like
1: a week later. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: why are you still here? Good stuff.
1: Yeah, man. So, William, wh- where have you been? Where have you been? Like wh- Lucas and I have been sitting here in this room for three weeks going, where's William? I, I know. We're blaming I'm sorry. you. I feel even bad. Though we're too. clearly to blame.
0: <laughs> I'm clearly to babe. But you were on vacation too I, Look
1: I was But why couldn't you Come on vacation And podcast with us hey, I the, did take the microphone With me to podcast But you know how that goes i just like Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do it Yes
0: Yeah I thought of you The other day though. I was uh, well, I was talking about Like you know Sometimes life Has to have like You know Resistance And yeah. I kind of Likened it onto a hike Where you're like Hiking <laughs> And you have this Really lot of resistance But you get to These amazing places Lucas and I Have done that Right We've Lucas? done this mm-hmm. So, for, like, you heard me complain about it, but yes. Lucas actually
1: had cause to complain. Lucas, did you get lost on a 50-miler? And tell us how that went. Oh, uh,
2: I got lost, like, three times, <laughs> but, like, the most notable time, um, me and a couple other dudes were hiking.
0: We call and, them the Lost Boys yeah that's
2: they have they were lost (laughs) we were lost um and we were so focused i don't know if the people who are listening have done long distance hiking but when you're long distance hiking you pretty much just look at the feet of the person in front of you until you get to your place yeah so we were so focused on hiking we were like just straight hauling down this mountain it was downhill i was part of like
0: wait 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 wait. this is the part where he got lost it wasn't supposed to be downhill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. They were like had that a little bit of downhill to the camp, and they yeah. kept going downhill. And they're like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. So we were
2: walking, and we were so focused that we had missed an, an entire lake. And we were supposed to go to a lake. It was quite obvious where we were supposed to camp. But somehow, what was there, like nine kids, all nine of us missed the giant lake on our right. And we kept walking. And we hiked down like three miles of switchbacks. And we got to the bottom, and there was no lake. And we were looking around, and we were like, hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, So much. three
1: miles. For these of you keeping score, at the end of a the day, there's a lot extra miles. A lot of extra miles. Of extra and then miles. So three, the back, 30 mi- three miles 30 back pounds. uphill, not great. Not great. Especially when you don't, you aren't sure if it's up the hill. You think it is, but you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because the but trails no, But were, no one caught up.
2: So you knew that, like, if no one's catching up, we're not in the right place, right? Pretty much. Like, we got to the bottom and look, like, we tried to map it out with our map and, like, look around and then. We kinda had a team huddle. And we're like, let's just go back to the car because we're clearly lost. And so we started going back up the hill to, to eventually Back just, to
0: the car. We're on day three. Well, dude.
2: no, like we were, like didn't we didn't want to like starve in the wilderness. We're not gonna like, keep pushing <laughs> through Like the, we're not gonna start like cutting our own trailblazing or whatever. So we just went up the hill and then we're like, There's the lake. And I remember seeing Marshall Rossi like just fly Run. down the hill, grab my backpack, and he's like, Good job, man, good job. And I was like, Where are the cameras? I survived. <laughs> we did it, guys. <laughs> we did it. Was
0: that the first that was the second one you did? I think one. that was the first one. I the remember the second
2: one, one we got kind of lost, but then we and got And these back are on kids track. like
0: you'd only been here in the congregation for like a week or something, not even. I or was pretty or fresh. Half summer. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. That's the best part was the leader. I'm like, should we go after him? He's like, they have maps, they have compasses, and they have water purification. They can go for a long time. That's what he said. He's like, <laughs> not, it's true. Best. not true. Not true like, at all. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I even leader.
2: did the compass marrow badge, and the compass marrow badge is not worth a thing. <laughs> I would have died. Helpful. I would have been helpful. whimpering in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> died.
0: But you were one of the younger ones. I mean, yeah. Matt Larkins was with you guys, so we were like, oh, Matt's. He was the kind of.
2: Fine. He was kind of like known as the guy who like led them out, right? Like, is that how you looked at Matt at the time? No, there was like one other. There was one other guy who was like no just keep going man like we had we had stopped to look at our compasses as if we even knew what those <laughs> things did and then w- we assumed that we were supposed to keep going so
0: who was cool. it was matt matt was the oldest
2: i forget his name it was it was del hoyo Christ, christian del hoyo or something. oh yeah 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 Yeah. both of those guys so, are married with kids now yeah that's crazy but yeah they were butting heads and like like and they came up with the idea that do you need a compass keep, for that not, yeah um, <laughs> i'm more blame like this i mean like what Nature? compasses like, i don't even know yeah. I, was, I was i will say Still this was
0: this was my first uh it was my first 50 miler with a bunch of kids actually it was my first 50 miler so i was like i was kind of nervous about this like they've been gone a lot you were gone a long time yeah, and like they're hours. not here and i'm looking at the leader i'm like what he's like and who has done tons of these and he's like there's getting us all lost finding them is not going to help them the best thing we could do right now is set camp and if people want to kind of go out on short trips to figure out where they are. But he was like, I think they're here. And he goes, they're going to get to a point where they're like, they got to turn around and come back and they'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay. I mean, he goes, he didn't say trust me, but he just said yeah. it in such confidence. that it's like, I've been on this trip before kind of thing. All right. And sure enough, they came back. So William, where have you been? We went to Southern Utah. We do that every year uh, up near Duck Creek. You've been to Duck Creek. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lucas has been to Duck Creek. Uh, it's kind of a cool area outside of Cedar City up in the mountains. Yeah. And my wife has been going there. She calls it Strawberry, which is, there's a place called Strawberry Point there. And uh, she's been going there since her, they were born. She was born. Like her whole family would go up there. Wow. So we uh, we go up there every year and spend a week usually at a cabin and uh, just kind of chill in the mountains, which is ton of fun. And then after that uh we always do our 16 year old trip with our kids and they get to choose where they want to go and madeline's 16 year old trip it's actually 17 year old trip because of covid oh yeah she wanted to go to jackson hole wyoming and the tetons oh okay and so we uh we went up there and that what, was what'd you think fun. oh i've been there before but we didn't spend I, if any if you don't know it's like the the northwest corner of wyoming and if you go through the tetons then you end up it touches yellowstone yeah yeah so if you've been to yellowstone which is a really kind of interesting topography and all these different things but tetons are these just unbelievably enormous peak mountains that just kind of come out of nowhere right yeah and it's so gorgeous but no one spends a lot of time there because everyone's going to yellowstone right so we had been to yellowstone several times and seen tetons right and this is the time we got to explore that and it was Amazing. Really? Amazing. I found a place. So in the past, you said that Glacier National Park and Yosemite are your gold standard
1: for parks. Yeah, this That's is up there. Is up there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's,
0: it's either gonna edge one because it's actually less populated. Which Whoa. is nice Because you go yeah, to Yosemite nice. It is populated right. And so is Glacier it's like an urban park So
1: uh, Lucas and I And the family Went to Truckee uh, Which we love Which is a beautiful place It's, so uh, it's basically Lake Tahoe Is what is what that is But uh, It is uh, It's not a cool enough name Honestly You know It's like It's total got Park City vibes But Truckee it Just sounds dumber
0: I don't know yeah. Anyway uh,
1: <laughs> But uh, we had a good day We were, we were there for You know how that
0: town Got it established I do Maybe Are you going to talk about The Donner Party well, Diner Party was pretty, but, but the real thing was, is they had a, it was the top of the mountain there and yeah. they have a train station. Okay. So if you go downtown Truckee, there's the train station. Yeah, yeah. And that was the, that was what made that Truckee a thing. So it, was, it became like sense. a stop at the top of the mountain.
1: Yeah. Well, we went down, we went downtown. We had, we had a meal down there at the place that's been on diners, drive ins, and dives. I forgot what it's called. And uh, it was a it was a meal you'd expect to get from a place that's been on diners, diners drivers and dives. And dives. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but crucially, we went to like Tahoe and found it to be as beautiful as I remembered it, um, as cold as I it remembered so it. So cold. <laughs> did you guys go into it? So the boys did. So Lucas, you want to tell them? To take it away. What did you guys do when you were up there?
2: Yeah. So like our leg day, we got um they're jet skis, but there's like a more wave runners. W- wave runners. We got yeah. a couple of wave runners. A couple of wave runners, and we went out um and had just one hour of pure chaos on those things. <laughs> and I my my older brother, it was my first time on a jet ski, so I was going kind of slow at first, as slow as you can go on one of those things. Um but I I remember I was like buzzing around and then my brother like flew by with my other brother on it and he was like, just, like doing like straight ninety degree angles and like like well, so that was Josh and Max. Yeah. 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 Did, was, did you uh, have Jonah? Crazy. Yeah I have Jonah so we were
0: just like <laughs> so, slower. So Max and
1: Josh started to try and abuse each other as brothers do. And uh and and Max wouldn't wouldn't fall off. And so Max and so Josh is like, we're I'm doing toss I, you. We are going to toss you. And uh, at one point Max screamed, Are you trying to kill me? And Josh said, Yes. And at that moment he went up a big wake and swerved at the top of the wake. So they right. were like flying sideways through the air. And they hit they hit the water at like 30 miles an hour. And <laughs> they both come off? And then I saw they the both moment. came off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, all three, all three of the older kids were
0: uh, like just like walking funny and like, <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything hurt. Yeah. Did you guys did you ever do like boats where you're the ski boat where you have the um what's that thing? The the tube on the back? The tow tube on the back. Yeah. Have I you think, ever done that? Yes. Have I, you done I that? Have. have. Yeah. You? So my my uh my brothers, my brother got a boat, right? Clark, he got a boat. And then all of our brothers were on the boat, and he's like, who wants to go on the tube? And no there's no brothers that so will go into a tube. That we just won't. Unless a wife is driving, no one will kill you. Because we know that. we're gonna kill each other. Because when other. we were teenagers, that's what we would do. The whole purpose yeah. of the tube was how how Okay, I absolutely. have a statement to make
1: about this. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. So I had a big birthday. I turned have fifty a birthday. Thank you. I turned fifty. Fifty is weird. You look good. I'll, I'll explain why I didn't, But I I've learned something. So I was a big water sports guy and a big skiing guy, right? When I was younger, right? And, and I was I'm, a, I'm an okay water skier.
0: Water skiing, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm an okay water skier, right? You can do one slalom thingy. Uh,
1: I can do the slalom thingy, and I can like zoom way out and almost touch my elbow to the water. I was a pretty good slalom skier cool. on, on good water, right? right? But I uh, but I learned. <laughs> I don't even remember when I learned this, but when you're 160 pounds. And have zero fat on you, right? When you skip across the water, it's no
0: big deal. Yeah, it doesn't hurt.
1: <laughs> but when you're older <laughs> and you hit that water,
0: it hurts. It's like it's like a rock. Did I break everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like I just jump off a cliff <laughs> yes. onto the dirt. That's a different thing. And when you're younger, you're like, I don't need a life jacket. <laughs> I don't no big deal. Time. When you're older, you're like, you're just yeah. letting the life jacket hold you on the you top way. of the water. <laughs> Lucas, yeah. you will experience
2: this. Yeah, good to know. I'm taking notes.
0: <laughs> hey, you know when the scriptures say "Remember, remember"? Yeah. I feel like that's a big thing in my life because I learned a long time ago that if I drink energy drinks, speaking of things that hurt me. Oh, okay. Okay, I it actually makes me achy, like mm. my joints. So the other day, I, I think I was going on a drive or something. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going on a drive. I'm gonna hit this energy drink so I'm not gonna fall asleep, right? So I hit the energy drink, and I am telling you, I felt like it was 110 and i was trying to figure out what is wrong i could not figure Why is it, it out so hot? it hurts so bad everything hurt like oh i'm just exercising too much or something like that and for 2 days i felt this way and i'm like oh, wow. finally i re- i got the remember remember moment where yeah, it's like yeah. Oh yeah, I discovered the energy drinks make my bones. It I, it hurts. Like it literally hurt. It literally hurts every joint. Too much, too much for William. Yeah, There so it is. Like now we know. As, he, as you get older, energy can't drinks handle, and he can't handle the tube.
1: he can't handle meat. He doesn't drink alcohol or tobacco or coffee.
0: I don't drink and we're alcohol, added to the list. Tobacco anymore. Energy no. drinks like yeah. hurts his bones. Makes
1: a fire. His bones are yeah, like a flame. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, of so fire. here's
1: my theory on why fifty matters. Okay, so I. I, I turned 50 and, and people are like, Are you sad and weirded out? I'm like, A little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, Why is that? And, and here's my working theory there's categories of ages, right? 18 right. and 25 is a category, 25 to 35 is a category. Then there's oh, a, yeah, demographics. Then there's a no man's land. Right. 30, 35 to 40 is no man's land. Right. You, you aren't 30, under 35. You're not 40. It's no man's land. Right. Then there's 40s, right? right? But then the last category, is 50 to 70. Like 50 to 70. Like I could be 50, I could be 58, I could be 65. No one gives a crap. Right. Like, that's my category. Right. <laughs> like, and so it's kind of weird to enter the. You could be 70 category. You're beyond the
0: demographic that anyone cares about. <laughs>
1: anyone cares. Like you're If the, I show up with comi- straight, jet white hair and was like, checks out, he's yeah, in his 50s. Out. Yeah, checks <laughs> out. Right? <laughs> if I show up with like needing a hip replacement, like, yeah, boy, well, he's in his 50s.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I,
1: uh, I don't know, if I get a new black convertible and drive it around with the top down all the time like a child, he's definitely in his 50s. That's yeah. happened already. Did as you bring as the as black well convertible
0: known. here? I did, yeah. I are you enjoying the black burger? Absolutely.
1: Lucas might. has made good use of the uh the black burger. Well, the problem convertible. is he's so
0: tall he might <coughs> get bugs in his mouth. So Yeah, pretty much. Should be careful.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a thing. So anyway, yeah. that's my new category. Well, welcome to the category. Thank you. I I, I prepared a space for you. William. I appreciate that. A <laughs> Couple months I'll be there. <laughs> Did enjoy it. You're you're in, you're in the glorious category. You're in the 49. Peak earning potential. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> so. Dude, you you already lost weight? You know what I mean? You're doing yeah, all I'm, the things. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. Now I just want my truck back.
1: Speaking of old people who look good, you had a theory you wanted to float. What's your What's your theory that you wanted to
0: float? The old people or the running theory? That's the running. Th- it's an oh, old person. Oh yeah, the point is old. Okay, so <laughs> I noticed. I've been noticing this on, like, uh, when you run, I don't yeah. know if you have, a, I have an image of myself when I run and I'm thinking to myself, I, I look cool running, right? And then I've seen videos of me running, I'm like, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I it look looks like terrible. You're ter- you look like you're trudging. You're yes. like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that guy's not even moving, you know? Like, And then I used to be judgy when I'm running on the trail. I'm like, that guy runs weird. And I'm like, when I saw a video of me, I'm like, I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm the guy, that might've been a mirror. So I'm, I'm watching this, No, I have this image of myself, Thinking I look cool, all of a sudden realizing I don't look cool, and then I'm watching movies and I'm like, there's a <coughs> lot of times where somebody's running, and they don't look cool at all. They look stupid. Like they're you supposed like, to be full on. You know, this actually expensive. happened
1: to early Pierce Brosnan. So they actually, I don't know who got a hold of him, but if you watch early episodes of Remington Steel, he was he would run comedically. like his hands would go like up to his nose, and he'd be like, ah. Really? And then at some point when he wanted to look cool, like somebody taught him how to run where it was like I'm tough.
0: Okay, so <laughs> and then he got James Bond. I want there to be a new Academy Award uh uh thing because B- I decided that running is a is is a talent. Like looking like you looking run a cool run. Well, yeah, dude, dude, I am telling you, I'm not the hugest Tom Cruise fan, but that dude is the best runner in He's the world. He's the best. He is the best. the best. And then you put then you start calculating like this guy's really short. Like yeah. he's he's running with all of the fervor of his and like <laughs> yeah, and then you then you start to realize in every movie he's running he is full running. speed
1: in every movie. So I have a theory. So Tom Cruise, that's his go to thing in action movies, is Tom Cruise running. He's good at it. Okay. So similarly, Chris Pine has a go to move. In Who's Chris, Pine? Chris Pine. He's the Star Trek guy. He was the oh, the new yeah. uh the new. Wait, I just Tom found Plancy out who guy. his
0: dad was. Who's his dad? Oh, dude, I
1: have to look it up. Okay. I know he comes from acting stock. Yeah. Okay, so Chris Pine's go-to move—he has, uh, it, there's always a scene in action movies that he's in where he gets the crap beat out of him, and he's like rolling his eyes, and snot is coming out of his nose. He's oh. like, <laughs> like it happened in every every Star Trek movie. It happened in the the Tom Clancy movie. Like he's that's his move, getting okay. the crap beat so out. Okay. So Chris
0: Pine, this is gonna blow, blow your mind because okay, when I realized preparing. this, I was like, this is his dad, dude. He's the captain in Chips. Yeah, dude. That's his dad? No. Yes. His I dad love that guy. Robert Pine. He's I love the that captain guy. in Chips.
1: That guy showed up in a church movie
0: once. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's his dad, man. <laughs> guy I had no up idea. At... I saw that the other day, and I'm like, no way. Ah. Say, you know what Chips is? <laughs>
3: no. Uh, chips well, is well, a that's
0: TV awesome. show. And uh CPs. Yeah, they call it chips. chips. I love the back, the, the back part of the uh the, the theme song. <laughs> remember that yeah. part ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, and then they do a u turn on the motorcycles
1: eric estrada like right. okay so someone has said someone someone qu- quote stuff from the 80s and they're like uh quicksand hasn't been as big a part of my life as i expected it to be right because <laughs> back in the 80s like every cartoon and tv show had yeah. oh, i'm stuck in quicksand similarly based on chips like the number of cars that i've seen roll over and then
0: continue explode. and continue driving Oh, it's like, not. Yeah, it's not. It, it's not, happen it's
1: as not as, it hasn't it happened as hasn't often happened. as I expected it to in my life.
0: <laughs> well, I guess since we have a guest, we should let's maybe, Let's quiz him. Yeah, let's quiz him. Well, so get it, get give us it. a rundown of a two-year mission uh, in Austin, Texas. By the way, I we, have to, we were talking about this off the air, but I went to Texas as well, San Antonio, and when I was there, Austin was part of our mission. And mm-hmm. so when Lucas was reassigned to Austin mission, I actually argued with his mom. like, Yeah, that's not a mission, man. And yeah. uh, it w- it had been created for you to go there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it is a real mission now.
2: Yep. There's lots of layers to the the mission experience. I wasn't just fly there, do the two years, and leave. Um, you actually don't?
0: Because st- that's what it felt like to us. Because you flew away, you did it, and you came back.
2: Well, yeah. Maybe from, from an outsider perspective, that's that's definitely the 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 plot. Um. But uh, yeah. So I started off my mission. I was assigned to go to the Philippines, uh, San Pablo Mission. Um, so I actually went to the Missionary Training Center for learning Tagalog. And did you learn it? Uh, I learned the MTC Tagalog. Yeah. So. Did you use it at all? For those, all for
1: those yeah. not familiar, that stands for Missionary Training Center. Oh, yeah. yeah. Missionary Training. It
2: also sounds like an
1: empty body of water. Yeah. MTC. MTC. <laughs> <laughs> A pirate movie or something. The, yeah. <laughs> Arr, someone should fill that sea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I did the missionary training um, and then abnormal to a normal mission um i was released for four weeks because um my mission uh that i was going to was acquiring hundreds of missionaries and just a short amount of and months. they were
0: brand new didn't have anything set up
2: brand new um and so after four weeks of being released um so
0: they they so you had to wait
2: at home you just had to hang so out So basically out for yeah. being out. released
0: means he's no longer a missionary yep. for a month which He's is like, super like, oh, strange. you're a missionary. We're going to train you. And then like, oh, we got nowhere for you to go. So we're just going to not, you're not a missionary now for mm-hmm. a month. Sitting on my couch playing video games. That yeah. was good, though. That was a good time because you started preparing um, other people. You helped my, my daughter when she was preparing for her mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Walters girl, mm-hmm. same thing. You guys all hung out and did missionary stuff. Yeah,
2: it was fun. Yeah. Got to see a little bit of LA, too. Um, and uh, hang out. Um, and then I flew out with... Absolutely no experience. I had I had four weeks of having a break, and I only did the missionary training online, which is normally a, a rigorous in person um, event. And so um, I flew out, and I found out that the person that was training me to become a missionary in the in the field out in Austin had only been serving as a missionary for about five weeks. The normal <laughs> time, if you don't know, is one year. You're like you're usually it's like one year or like eighteen months when you're starting to pick up other missionaries. So this guy had no idea what he was doing. Love him to death though, because we got together and we just tried to figure it out. But then
0: on on top of that though, like you, didn't you train like at six weeks as well?
2: Yeah, pretty much. So he trained me for about seven weeks, and then I I had the opportunity to help another missionary (laughs) when I was at seven weeks. Might as well keep them all green. Kind of a circus fire there at the beginning, Um, but it was good though. I mean, it it all worked out. It it was a test. It helped me develop my knowledge that God really is has His hand in everything because. Ain't no way that runs in any other organization. You know, I feel like every other organization, if you had to, you know, cross-train and all that crazy Would stuff. Would you describe
1: yourself more as as a Tom Cruise running for your life or as a Chris Pine getting the crap beat out of you? I was Chris Pine, <laughs> 100%. percent <laughs> <That's good. That's laughs> just smart. trying to survive.
0: Eyes watering. Yeah. Where was your favorite uh, place to be?
2: Killeen Fort Hood.
0: Nice. That, that place
2: was awesome. It was a really um, – it's a, similar to Waco. William earlier was telling me that Waco there was a church on every street corner. And when I went to Killeen, I could count—I couldn't count the amount of churches that I saw in the first five minutes on my hands. There was like dozens. That's of churches. a
0: humongous military base. Is in Fort Hood, mm-hmm. yeah. biggest
2: military base on U.S. soil, I think, in the Greater Forty-Eight. It's
0: humongous. Um, I think, I think Army—if you get deployed, you have to go through Killeen, don't you? Um,
2: I think so.
0: So there's a huge the, amount of people going Yeah, You had a base there. pass yeah. too, right? Weren't yeah. you allowed to go on the... Mm-hmm.
1: How do you get a base pass? You're like a chaplain or something? Or like, do you have to apply
2: for it? So base pass, this is kind of a funny story. So they get missionary cycle through super, super quick compared to like other organizations in the world. So the people at the front desk of the military, of the Fort Hood um, Visitor Center, those guys like hated the missionaries because we'd always come in. And and then I, I, that's... I went in there and they were like, "You can't proselyte on our base. If you proselyte, I'm gonna shoot you." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like he was clearly messing around. I'm like all the people were like looking really? at him, I'm like, "Come on, man! Like don't mess with them my heart." But um, every missionary gives the other missionary like a, a huge pep talk. You gotta make sure that you're not allowed to proselyte on on the on forehood base. You can do ministerial visits though, but you have to use that language because if you don't use that language, then they're not gonna know what you're talking about. So I went in there and I was like standing up straight. And I was like yeah i want to do ministerial visits he's like do you want to proselyte i was like i do not want to proselyte and <laughs> no like, sir and, then, <laughs> <I just died. laughs> and so they grill you like crazy for no reason other than that they're kind of bored and then they want to mess with <laughs> the
0: weirdos who come in every couple of weeks so uh, those mps are the only ones armed on that base too which is yeah you know they, that's why they can shoot you mm-hmm. yeah yeah i got a, pulled over by an mp actually were you speeding? I was always told, like, do not.
2: I wasn't speeding. I rolled a stop sign though, and I didn't even. There was literally no cars except for one at
0: a parking lot, and then you're like, "Hey, I, I learned I, I, I grew up in California. I learned how to drive in California. We mm-hmm. don't stop those things."
2: Well, actually, I was kind of worried that he'd look at my California license and then be like, "Because Texas,
0: they don't really like Californians over there." But you were on base. Yeah. Yeah. No one has a no one has yeah, a yeah, Texas point, uh, driver's license on base. Yeah, like, that's they're a good all point. from everywhere. Yeah. My favorite part about being on bases was. Uh, uh taps and um and you know you're on base and everybody stops all the cars stop everybody get out of their car face the flag salute Mm -hmm. or put their hand over the back as the as the flag come down so i really enjoy that i do that byu too do you know that oh really yeah
2: there was one time i was in like the spiritual apex of a lesson with somebody and they only live like a couple hundred feet from fort hood and so right during the middle of this thing, I, I asked this woman this question, and then tap started playing like, while the silence was like running, because she was like, pondering the answer to the question. Right. And I was like, I got misty. I was like, this is a moment. Nice. Was, like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool.
0: Clean. Uh, yeah. I've only been to Killeen a couple times, and I did not, I couldn't remember any of it, uh, other than it's just another city. But we we had to travel down there from Waco a couple times. But mm-hmm. it was good. 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 Uh, Good people, good place, and I like the military base because you get people from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So. Super diverse. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, did you have any uh, companions from like far away?
2: Yeah, I had a companion. Um, he was born in Idaho, but literally like two months into his life, he moved to Australia. So he had a total nice. Australian accent. It was super cool. Good from the land down under, kind of, really from Idaho. He would get your mad, mad at me. Your,
0: your dad's like heard all these stories. These are things i no, Actually, not this is new. I was, um. like,
1: I was like, if I say that it's new,
0: though, does that make me a bad dad? No, <laughs> I was
1: going to bring it up, but you called me on it. So you know what's interesting, though? is like,
0: you know, c- now that we can call, right, what's missing when you can call is you don't know when your kids are struggling with their companions. You kind of figure it out, but you can't talk. I might conject that it's way easier to know when your companion
2: is struggling or when, when your son, is, or son or daughter is struggling with their companion. Because they're like, yeah, things are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they look <laughs> over and they look yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 my <laughs> looking over his shoulder because yeah. you know, someone is watching
1: across the room. <laughs> yeah. My
0: son Liam, who's on his mission, is currently, yeah, yeah, things are great and looking over his shoulder. And uh, he's training, and, but wow. he's three transfers into the train. Mm. so by that time usually two transfers you're done but uh and transfer six weeks but three transfers like the kid's done being trained you're done you're done training and he needs to be off on his own and so it's been a little bit long but yeah he's having that experience the reason i say that is because when you're writing letters your companion is not looking over your shoulder right? not
1: not proofing what
0: you said yeah so you can say i'm having can you give me some advice what can i do Mm. but you can't really do that over the phone uh, you can tell they're struggling, but there's not like you're, you're like, you're kind Lucas of had, a,
1: had enough unusual experiences that uh, we, we developed. First of all, he, he dug into the, the handbook and was like, for phone calls, you're allowed to go to a private room. So So he started doing that. And then secondarily, I would always start a conversation with, are we alone?
3: <laughs> and he'd be like
1: no dad i'm here with a lot of my guy my friends i'm like hey guys you know what I'm yeah. and then the lady's like we are like how's it going <laughs> we had we had several conversations Steaky like that conversations yeah oh
2: yeah. uh, well good times what do you love about texas the people that's like one of the things that is like the most stark and that and it's difference is when i the people in texas walk just a little bit slower they don't walk like too too much slower but they like they know where they're going and they know why they're going there right i went and to they target enjoy it. yeah they enjoy it yeah i went to target the other day like i was gonna go get like a t-shirt because i don't wear the fancy get up anymore and i was walking down the hallway and like three different people were like just straight hauling like literally directly towards me like there's like a whole, <laughs> this, is like, a Cali- whole this is in california in california there's like a whole like lane where anyone can walk anywhere but they all somehow are walking in my direction and they were walking so fast i was like <laughs> i had to like <laughs> like look at them all you know, the, you know that thing where you like kind of dance yeah, with I the person the i did it for like three people like right. three in a row like i bet the employees were like laughing at me because i was like <laughs> just trying to like navigate my way through this well, target funny. I mean, like,
1: a lot of people don't think of california as a as a fast-paced environment so mm. but it is fast compared to compared to, to texas way fast and yeah. like
2: i don't know there's like when they were walking down the hallway and this target i could tell i just they, they weren't happy to see me but in texas you know you walk down like an heb I don't know if y'all are familiar H-E-B with HEB is a grocery store. It's a grocery. It's, it's like a fancy, the fancy Texas grocery, grocery for, store. Yeah. We're walking down the hall on HEB, everyone is just happy to see you. You know, we're all at HEB. Everyone's happy, but this it, Target, they're just no. Just a bloodbath. Blood. my way, yeah, blood, yeah. it's a blood bloodbath. The <laughs> you know, driving for, for, is for our, as great as our town is. Our Target sucks. It's a terrible Target. It is. Yeah.
1: It really is. Well, well the, the other prices. one, there's two here, but yeah, the nice one's nice, but it's far away. So yeah, it's yeah. a good
0: point. The, uh, the, uh, the driving is what tripped me out. Yeah. How people drive in Texas is so different.
1: Yeah. Lucas has actually remarked multiple times on the freeway that, that it's it's like holy crap! This is like Mario Kart.
0: <laughs> no, there's like they don't have Mario Kart. They're like, oh, here's someone coming behind me, and like they're not gonna throw out a turtle shell or a banana mm. or a bomb. They're like, oh,
1: come on, but Lucas is on the freeway the other day, and he's just like, oh, Jesus! He's like, that guy was so aggressive. So like we were about to get off on uh, on an off ramp, and someone just like cuts right in front of us and cuts off on the off ramp. But he's like, geez, what's going on here? I'm like, well, they you got places what? to be, man. It's California. Yeah. yeah.
0: Change that for me is that autopilot. It's like it's like made life so much. I don't have to be aggressive. I don't have to react. You let, let the car do the thing. Yeah, and the, and if the car reacts, I just look at the, my. I, and me even my wife will be in the car like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's not me. It's the car. <laughs> Does and the car like drive up
1: and like flash its slides and flip it off? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. out of the road. So it's like, La You're in the left aggro mode. <laughs> yeah. aggro. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> you could have like the mood of the just kind like, of driver honks to people. Like lurches out of. Like you can change. You know the emoji
1: on the ways. It's road rage yeah, exactly. <laughs> road <laughs> raid mode Road
0: rage mode.
1: okay so awesome. you like the people you like h-e-b it sounds like mm-hmm. um you like uh you like killeen mm-hmm. which by the way killeen was also not the nicest part of texas no. so you liked it the most because of the people
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah humble people um everyone loves talking about jesus no matter what like i had areas where people loved to talk about jesus unless it was the guys in the white shirts and the ties that were coming up to talk to them about Jesus. And yeah. so, Colleen, anyone would take you in and, and talk to you. That was, it was interesting because that was not the challenge of our mission was that people were not, that everyone wanted to talk to us, but in Colleen, like everyone wanted to talk to you. So you had to kind of like gauge their interest and see if they were really willing to commit and, and live the gospel life. So it was, it, was a, it was a new set of challenges and it was really rewarding. It was very... Um, out- was that
0: the end of your mission in Colleen or?
2: No, that was six months to 12 months. That was the the second quarter of my mission got it yeah so I was kind of a young missionary still kind of scrappy but that's that's definitely where I learned how to teach as well I I got a lot more you know repetition to be able to because my first area in the middle of COVID and everything I didn't have a whole lot of opportunities to like actually sit down and teach people and so Colleen was like when did you think
0: you had it you're like okay I got this down
2: there was a point in Colleen where we went from having like three lessons in a day to having like six lessons Four lessons on average, six lessons on good days, and then like nine lessons on like insane days. Right. And so once we were hitting like nine lessons in a day, uh, I felt like I was able to teach fluently enough that, like, I, that's where I felt like I felt like the what I had learned had allowed me to now open up to this Do it larger right. number of people. That's and awesome. That's kind of
0: where I saw the transition. That's awesome. It was awesome. Uh, anything else shocking that you like? Oh, okay, that's different in Texas. What kind of words? Um, we talked about this earlier, but
2: I like to say on my mission that I rocked the suburbs. I don't know if you've heard of that song "Rocking the Suburbs" from uh, Ben. Is it Ben Folds? Ben Folds. Yeah, from a long time ago. But uh, a lot of my mission was in the suburbs, so I I kind of served. There's there's wards that I had that had like 200 members a week, 250 a week. They're all from Utah. They all just moved down to work at Dell or work at another one of the big temp com- tech tech right. companies. So a lot of my mission was honestly like. Rocking in the suburbs and then be like I just said y'all the other day like like they said that like I remember dinner I'm like okay okay
0: they're like oh I'm learning <laughs> yeah so I was it Did was kind you of fun. end up running into Birchall?
2: Yeah, I had lunch with uh Spencer. Uh, he's my my Burchall
1: used to live in this town and yeah. recently
2: moved to uh works. to Austin, works mm-hmm. for Elon Musk. Had lunch
1: with Spencer Birchall, mm-hmm. b- and before he went back out on his mission. It was
2: super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I like I, I remember I walked into church one day to like prepare. We get there super early as missionaries to help, you know, set up church and, and prepare it. And I looked in the church, I looked into like the pews and I saw Spencer Burchall, and I like just teleported me back to home. It was the weirdest thing. I
0: was like, Oh my goodness. So he was you actually in the same ward?
2: No, he was in a different ward, but like same oh. building, same Got stick. It. Like Got it. he was he was there. Got it. We were he lived five or ten minutes away from me and, Like,
0: because his dad was in the bishopric when you were in the mm-hmm. the Steven the Stevenson Ranch Ward here
2: yeah he was also in the, in the bishopric over there so I, that's actually how <laughs> we, that's how i interfaced with it's the small bird's world was, it's like i walked in and i was like what the heck cuz i i'd heard <laughs> that they lived over there and i was like really cool that's awesome yeah
1: tell what, what are some fun stories tell us tell us one or two fun stories from your mission when you think of something fun or funny or
2: there was like a quite a comedic moment i hope i can highlight all the different elements so we had like a pretty small apartment um and so I, whenever I had small apartments, I like to go study for in the mornings out on the porch. So I went to go study on the porch. I was kind of getting sick of the heat. It was like 88 at that point. And it was, was that like, a shocker, by the way? It's so hot in the mornings. <laughs> like just the UV it doesn't radiation. It just it's never It's weird. It's just warm all the time. So I was kind of breaking a sweat. I came in. I thought I'd close the door all the way, but this is one of those. I don't know if y'all have had the sliding doors that are like like extra lubricated so i like close it and i kind of bounce bounces back i bounced back like an like an inch i didn't notice that though until something happened and so i sit down on the couch we had no desk this is a small enough apartment we could only fit one desk in there so everyone would study on couches or at the kitchen table so there's my companion
0: everyone how many are in there
2: there's four missionaries in this this tiny little apartment yeah can only
0: have one desk yeah it was was (laughs) kind of
2: interesting it was two bedroom but it was just super smaller than that um so there was one missionary who kind of hogged the desk. I love him, but man hogged the desk. And there was one um, sitting, my companion was sitting on the kitchen table, and there was another elder sitting on the couch, and then I was sitting on like a chair right here. And while I was like studying the Book of Mormon, I, I saw my peripheral above me, and I heard, most importantly, a big old zzz, zzz, zzz. And then everyone at once looked over and saw this humongous wasp starting to like kind of poke around and get into people's business. And so we all like jumped up, like straight. Like I can't even articulate how like, it was straight out of Scooby Doo. We all Scooby Doo ran out of out of the front door, and like we kind of had like a like a team plan, like what the world we're gonna do about it, because like I've been Those here. Those are humongous. Yeah, here in yeah. California, like we got wasps, but like they seriously look like like house yeah, flies a flying compared. Flying finger. Yeah, like yeah. these things are huge. They're like an inch. They're like like a, a massive wasp, and they're like. Red. I don't know why God decided to make the Texas wasps red, but they're like danger. They look like danger <laughs> Do they scream Texas forever when they're? That's they what bite it you? sounds like, yeah, pretty Yay! much. But they're like the scariest wasp ever. And my companion, he's like, uh, I'm just gonna go. He goes in there and like just totally out of instinct grabs a empty Tupperware, like tosses it to his right hand and like LeBron James going for a dunk, like <laughs> and holds the wasp on the wall, and he's like. <laughs> we were all in there like ah! he was like are gonna hold this wasp and then like after a minute we were like alright what do we do no, yeah. now it's just in there just... just hold it <laughs> so we had to figure out we what to do it's it. stinging me through, later, through the top around. of head <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it I wouldn't put it past that wasp it was a huge wasp um, but then, whatever we just put it in a paper. I don't. I don't think we let it live. I think that once you come into once yeah, you, know,
1: you came into a special place. Purple, yeah, like purple. there's not room like for a desk. There's like not room for an invader. It's
2: an invader. Yep. So we 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 made it dead, and then got rid of it. But that was a. Uh, definitely in
0: Texas. Well, as they say, everything's bigger in Texas. Evidently, that's mm-hmm. true with the wasps. Yeah. I
1: heard that the bug situation down there is actually pretty insane generally. Li- like, fire ants and crap like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Fire ants are tripped. Do you get bit? No, nah, I never got bit. Oh, I didn't know what they were. And I think I was in my first or second area. And mm-hmm. I was uh, we'd gone over to, like, uh, one of the other missionaries' places. And they w- lived in a house. They called they call it the crack house. <laughs> and the reason they call it the crack house is because missionaries have been living there so long that 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 the there was no carpet in certain parts of the area and there was a giant crack that went down in the middle of the house oh, like That's foundation that that a great nickname. <laughs> so uh, i'm standing there and there was like i was standing in the yard i don't know you don't stand in yards in texas yep. you don't you don't lounge. Do you, you want to be on the
2: grass the grass in there is just terrible yeah. no you around. don't
0: you don't stand on the grass you don't lay on the grass did you know this no. you don't no texas the grass, grass is just whole. ornamental it's straight trash okay yeah. you don't get on
1: it it's weird because I, I would think with the increased humidity the grass would be in
0: a good situation mm-hmm. there. It's beautiful in the fact that it's green all okay. the time. Yeah, it's
2: super green all the time. But it's
0: it's not like so. But they have these like right under the blades of grass, they'll have these wide, long like dirt piles, and if you hit one, they explode with millions of ants, mm-hmm. and Jeez. they're and you can't see them. Right. So it I don't know. Like sp- it sounds like <laughs> the Hunger Games. That sounds like you don't go <laughs> into the grass. I'm like, you don't walk on people's lawns because of this, right? So I w- I didn't know. I was just standing on the little sidewalk, you know, and one of the other machines was there. I'm like, oh, give them room, stand in the I'm standing in the grass, waiting for someone to open the door. And all of a sudden my leg starts on fire. I mean, it felt like someone was holding a flame to it. Okay. And what had happened is I stood in one of these ant piles. And they go up your leg, and then they just start biting you, mm-hmm. and it feels like fire. And they
2: kind of wait too; they wait to get like yeah, yeah a quarter like, of your leg. They don't bite immediately. Like, yeah, there's they, like they, they kind of up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <And then laughs> Have you the, been bit by one of these? Lingots?
2: No, I've seen it though. Okay. Yeah. It's
0: it's really interesting. You hit one of those piles. I mean, it's not it's not it's not like oh wait a little bit and the ants will come. It's like hit the pile. <laughs> they just come out. They come flying out. Yeah, yeah, fire ants. Did they scream fun. something
1: about Texas on the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Alamo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember the Alamo! Yeah. Those are good times. What well, about right. the food, dude? Do you like the food in Texas? Yeah, it's good food. That's legit stuff.
2: Yeah. I, I'm i going to be honest. This might be a hot take. I don't. I wouldn't want a Texan to hear this, but the Mexican food there is just garbage. It's I just, agree. It's just that's not... Tex-Mex. No, Tex-Mex that's is not that good. Not as good. It's like refried, and then they just A lot fry, of refried beans. A lot of refried beans. Yeah. Damn. I agree. Corn tortillas,
0: bonnet. refried beans, and okay cheese.
2: Uh, uh, I really like their queso and chips. Sorry, their
1: queso and chips game is solid. Yeah, yeah I don't they, know they why we that. don't have that. In they California. win that award. Yeah, but yeah they, they w- do that. They
0: win the queso award. But mm. they don't, their Mexican food's just not like the cool thing about Mexican food here in California is that it's like, fusion.
1: Yeah, but the tacos aren't good. Like
0: no, I, they're not. No. I, I, no. Why I'm to you, describe. Okay, it's like, what is Tex-Mex? Is it
1: overly Americanized?
0: Overly no. American. I uh, don't think so. I think it's like. It's like legitimately poor, poor Mexican food.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not flavorful. It's like American. Every time I had it, it was like American, super Americanized, but it was also like not super quality. Like it just gave you yeah. a heart attack. It's it's, it's a not, theme in like Texas. They, they
0: still use the manteca, is that the lard or whatever that they well, use? Well, that's
1: that's the difference between good beans and bad beans.
0: No, they do, they use that with. I like it's like the it's like a <laughs> it's a rendered. I don't know. I feel like it was like used somewhere else, like in the fryer. It's reused. Yeah, yeah it's not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. The free fried beans yeah, down like there are legitimately nasty, and uh, they use it a lot. Huh.
1: Uh-huh. So this is not a take. I, I had a friend from Texas who was super disappointed when I took her to an, uh, a California Mex place. She huh. missed her Tex-Mex. Yeah, but if she, if she was really up know. there, At the time, I was like, I don't know what Tex-Mex is. So I just was like, this is Mexican. And she's like, ah, it's not good.
0: It's, it's, you have a little more flavor here, I think. Yeah. All right. Or more, more flavor profiles. Back there is just kind of. Like, well, T- like Tex-Mex It's it's survival food <laughs> Pretty it's much It's like oh it's cheap mm-hmm. I can get a br- bean burrito
1: For 50 cents <laughs> <laughs> What else do you much. want us To know about Either your mission Returning from your mission Or preparing to go to college What, is, what does the public Need to know about Your 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 three week journey So far hmm.
2: Is it three or four <clears> Three and four It's been three, three weeks Three I said Tonight is Wednesday So that marks Like a full fat Three, three. weeks And now I'm starting My next week Which would be the fourth week Dude
0: Yeah What's to know? Um, do you feel normal? Mostly. I shouldn't say normal. That's There's sometimes
2: bad. I'm walking down this. Well, it's, it's not normal. It, 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 it's a different that, world. It's a yeah, full different uh, world. Do you
0: feel adjusted to this world, I should say, instead of normal? Because you're still bit. normal.
2: Yeah, well, kind of normal. But there are times where, like, <clears> at <throat> high-stress moments, on my mission, in high-stress moments, you just keep working. I haven't had a whole lot of high-stress moments since being home. So the other day, I was kind of having a high-stress moment, like working through some preparing for college, FAFSA. I don't know if you're familiar. They got a weird system. And so I was just super on my mind. I was super stressed about it. And I'm like, I just had the strongest inclination to walk up to somebody in their garage and start just them, talk to and start talking to them. Just talking to them. Start talking to them. Like, I just <laughs> I had the strongest. You. Did you really? Yeah, like literally. That was That's no like a moment. I was just ready to start just like grinding. You just was, like, done it. Give me a tag, we're doing it. I was just I was on the zone. You
0: need a tag? Just talk about Jesus. No, nah, no.
2: I I haven't yeah. So that was that was kind of funny. Like the it's interesting to relearn how to react to different
0: factors of life. We used to do a lot of like back then there were VHSs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is yeah yeah, yeah. okay I'll just making sure a vhs is a you have to rewind it mm-hmm. so we would go oh, and tape. people would order these and they were like these short videos that the church produced and people would order them off the tv and we would go deliver them for them mm-hmm. so we would usually watch it with them and so i had two strange like uh <laughs> reactions when i got home one was every time i watched a video i would want to pray afterwards <laughs> <laughs> Every time I started the video, I had to tell myself I don't need to start a video he, he with a prey. But the one at the end was like this reaction. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, you I did it. The, guys. Yeah. You you really did it. <laughs> the credits are happening. Do you guys want to pray now? <laughs> <laughs> that was that's Jurassic that's Park. What do you want to watch? <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm just really
1: worried for the creatures. The other one was is
0: that I wanted to prepare it for the next person that watched it. So I wanted to go rewind it. <laughs> So, uh, by so that time DVDs were starting to come So, around.
1: in order to keep missionaries from crashing cars so much cuz but you put a bunch of 20-year-olds in cars, it turns out they can crash cars. They they started making missionaries uh when one of them backs out in a parking lot, the other one has to wave them out. Get
0: out, get out. Yeah.
1: So, uh that's like a habitual requirement. <laughs> and so when we were on our we we're we were on our vacation I went to pull the car out and I looked back in the rearview view mirror I saw Lucas <laughs> Lucas was standing in the middle of the road waving me out and then like he like waved like twice and then realized what he was doing <laughs> and then turned red so and then embarrassed. <laughs> so
2: embarrassed so embarrassed it was like a terrible like we usually I just jump in the car and like I don't have to think about it but my dad had was, was backing out and I was walking past the car So I just, just clicked I was, was like oh, alright well, come on come, on, <laughs> so come bring it back,
0: back. <laughs> Francis did the same thing we were here I, I can't remember where we were we like, and my wife and I jumped in the car, and then she was outside. She's like, <laughs> I'm like, she, you know what? She, one of her favorite things, what getting home that she was like relieved about. So that you, you know that uh, the, there's like a, a computer inside the car that you have to log oh, into. Did you know either. about this? The cars have these computers that the elders have to log onto. I'm surprised they don't know about that. Have I not told you about that? And no. they It's called
2: Tiwi There's a little box. They put it in the corner of your windshield. You sign in every time, and if you go too fast, it's like "get go to speed." And if you like drive too aggressively, it's like aggressive driving. <laughs> like, that's at <all> least <laughs> like are terrible. Ser- are you serious? Yeah, seriously. S- I'm, I got to tell you more about it. Like You're, it's so
0: that's horrifying. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's horrifying. Francis is like this. She goes, "That's the best thing about being home is I don't have sister snitch." That's what they call it. Oh, really? Sister snitch because of reports <laughs> to of the mission office reports. every night.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. And
0: if you get too many <laughs> sister snitch like, there, there's reminders... A joke, there's
1: a joke in our face sometimes, which is like, teach people about free agency and then make them do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can understand, much. though, because the church is self... They're self-insured, and no, it, it, these it, cars it destroyed. Destroyed. like like
1: I, I mentioned before, I, I, I have a I have a nephew that wrecked a couple of cars on his mission. Like, yeah, straight oh, really? up totaled them. Like straight oh, up wow. them. So there's another thing they make him do, which is they call it co-driving. So Lucas only did this for the first like three or four days, but like while we were driving, he's like, "There's a car up there on the right." I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. What are we doing? Do you know <laughs> like, they do that like, yes, co- like, cops, cops? Do that? Yes, there is. Oh, really? There is you know a the car on do the it? right. And you know what
0: else? I saw. <laughs> I just saw YouTube videos of the Baja guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, or or the or the race car drivers where there's two people in the car. Oh, yeah. And so rally drivers where they're doing it through the country. And the guy in the other seat, I finally heard the recording of what they say. I it, First of all, I find it f- incredibly annoying. But evidently, it's like, okay, 30 more feet. And then you're going to make a right turn to the right. And there's going to be a cow on the left. And there's going to be – and like – and they're talking about it, and they have a map, and they've made these. Wow. Their job is to do I that. I think I'd so, be a hey. good
2: co-driver on the I just baja. Just
1: co-drove Riley, Riley Yeah, yeah no, he's ready. Luke's been prepared. Okay, Luke, what what are you hoping for
2: out of college? What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm going in kind of like I'm trying to shoot right in the middle, so that I don't go too high and then like actually like burn out, and I don't go too low and then never. What, what does
0: that mean? What does it mean? Right in the middle, like the number of classes, or
2: just I'm just trying to get balanced with everything. I want to get like a good job. I'm in some clubs already. Definitely balanced classes. Like just I'm trying to Got go in for balance. But what I'm really going for is a super fun time. Like I, there's no point of doing college if you're not going in for fun. And so. That's definitely been super like that talk.
0: Super fun time for those people that don't know. If you're if you're a return missionary, super fun time has nothing to do with alcohol. Yeah, no. When I say super <laughs> fun Sororities. time, I mean I'm going to
2: hang out with people. Root beer floats for days. Root beer floats. <laughs> watch a movie maybe. Yeah.
0: Have you watched any movies since you've been home?
2: Uh, yes. Uh, one of the movies that I've watched that has had a Did significant impact. Did you walk impact. out? <laughs> no. The, well, the first movie I watched was Soul, and I was like, this is su- such a – Dirty Soul? Movie. Soul. Like, I hated
0: that movie too, and really? I'm not a return. To well, no, I, so didn't, I didn't bad.
2: dislike it in any way. I just it was, it was quite beautiful. overwhelming. Like the right. day after I read I was like, "What is this even saying?" What's like the deep meaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, 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 I'm trying to religiously analyzing you're, it. You're frantically, it out? frantically
1: <laughs> flipping through the scriptures, trying to to correlate it. <laughs> doesn't work.
2: Doesn't <laughs> doesn't function. Um, but uh, the movie that I watched recently that has just been on my mind is La La Land. Have you watched La La Land?
0: I haven't made it all the way through.
2: Really? Yeah. I really enjoyed watching La La Land. I, I thought it was like I don't know.
0: It's really, it's really, uh, it's a tight movie. It's a tight run. I think movie. it's one of my daughters' favorite movies. They like it. My both my daughters love love that movie. In fact, I think the one of my daughters is trying to play the the main theme. I'll
2: that. be darned. Actually, so part of the reason I like the movie so much is because of the musical aspect of That's it. It's very good. Excellent music, and so I've been also I've been learning all like the.
0: But, you know, there's like a whole tourist thing about La La Land. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So you, you got to go hit all the tourist things that La La Land, like, you know, Griffin the, Park. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the observatory.
2: I, I kind of like that part of it, though, because it makes me, I
0: don't know, I appreciate L.A. more. Yay! Uh, it's like an L.A. I sent kids, my, my kids, like, I so Liam was a little cold, so I sent him a, a a blanket, but it's just a California flag. Oh, really? And then when he was being trained, I sent him a California tie. And then, uh, so that they can remember their California roots. Mm-hmm. California's a good place. It's a good place. Good weather, unless you're my son who's eleven. Historically he's like, great. Speaking of, of
1: California being a good place, uh, we've talked in the last on the last several podcasts about how the the backlash has begun, <laughs> and we're enjoying full, it's full on, and
0: we're enjoying the backlash. Dude, Liz Cheney, bye bye. So yeah, so
1: Liz Cheney <laughs> lost her election last night, but that's not the one that's exciting to me because we're William. Really? What do we care oh, about Liz Cheney? Sorry.
0: I just don't like. <laughs>
1: All right. All right, so here's the, here's the backlash that or I'm excited Met So we're talking about, like, there's a couple of gigantic, like, uh, uh, collision courses happening on the, on, on the energy front. So right now, like, Europe is like, we're not going to buy any more Russian gas. And the Russians are like, yeah, you aren't. Because winter's coming up, and they rely on Russian gas to heat their homes. So anyway, uh, as of yesterday, like, uh, somebody, I think it's Germany. Germany's talking about uh, firing off a couple of their nuclear reactors. Again, nice. So I'm like, oh, there we go. Finally. Backlash. Related, California is talking about keeping its last nuclear reactor online San- for a Nofey while or whatever. Um, we, I, I don't San- think it's or, from, or whatever. I don't think so. I think that's that's been closed for a long time. Uh, but 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 that doesn't matter. There's some nuclear reactor out there they're trying to keep online. And You're like, Randy, why do you care about nuclear energy? I don't know. Cleanest. It's the like, It's a clean and safe nuclear energy. Oh, why? I think it's really weird that California is literally buying electricity from Utah in order to say that they're clean because they're not producing fossil fuel energy, but they're buying fossil fuel energy from Utah. Not, are they, they,
0: not only are they buying it, but they are actually on the board. They uh, sit on the board. Of, of Utah's energy? Yes, <laughs> on two energy companies in Utah. That's
1: fantastic. So anyway, uh, nuclear energy, come back. The I backlash so. has It begun. is
0: the cleanest and safest. It has oh. the least amount of uh, waste. And... By the way, not that anything in France could possibly be better than anything else. Even the French wine's not as good as uh, California, from, How what would you I, know? from what I heard. From How what would I you know, come on. But uh, they do it. They have um, they have two kinds of plants there. They have the plant that does the full on rods, and then the uh, the spent rods. Then they have spent, uh, plants that do the spent rods. Did you know that? I didn't know. So that. they actually don't bury their their used um, rods. If you don't know anything about nuclear energy, is they did I say it right? You said it right. I'm so happy. Good job, man. I never say this right. Nuclear. He used to say I nuclear. To here. And I, I, say, going, I still say nuclear if I'm just talking about it. nuclear, <laughs> right? So they have a rod made out of uranium, and they put it into a vat of water, and it creates steam? Uh, steam. And then they turn turbines, and that's how they get electricity. And then that goes for a very long time. And then when it is, quote, quote unspent, right, so it's not creating as much heat, they usually take it out in the United States. There's a big place called Yucca Mountain, I think, in Nevada, where they bury it, and then, then it like radiates everything for a billion years. Yeah. But in France, they take those and they bundle a few spent rods and they put them. I think I may be getting the science wrong here, but they use those in another nuclear plant that a lot. <laughs> Randy <laughs> keeps saying I did it right, uh, where they use those until they're totally spent, so they can yeah. continue to go forever. Well, that's fantastic. It's great. Good job, France. And by the way, and how,
1: how many times in your life do you get to say those words? Not never.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good, never. Job, Good job, France. Friends. They do that right.
1: Does the energy only oh, work for 4 days food, right, a week? Too. Oh, your food experience. Your <laughs> wife took you to a
0: fancy restaurant.
1: We didn't talk about my food experience. Friends, uh, okay, so uh, if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, and most of you are, let's be honest, uh, you know that I love gourmet food. He is and, a food snob. And because I'm ha- half a century old and in my last category, um, I, I wanted to share an awesome meal with my wife. So Rachel and I went down to – Rachel and I looked up the different uh, Michelin-starred restaurants in L.A. There's quite a few. And one of them looked really promising. <clears throat> and uh, I did want to go to Michelin three-star someday, but this is just a one-star. But honestly – it felt a lot more like a two star because it was a really interesting experience. So we went to
0: a place called the Pasta Bar. Excuse me. <coughs> I heard it's like were you the one to tell me or Rachel it was way it's more. It's like really close to our office. I did not even know. It's super yeah. close to your office,
1: which is really funny. But it's it's actually more than it, it was more than just an amazing meal. It was actually a full on experience. First of all, it doesn't have a sign out front and it doesn't have any windows.
0: <laughs> really? No yeah. windows either? Yes.
1: It's really crazy. And it's in
0: that weird shopping center, the carousel one or whatever.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really ambitious. I call it, you call it weird, I call it ambitious. Somebody's dream shopping center was made and there is a carousel in the middle of it. There's a weird, uh, like, uh, escalator situation with waterfalls and stuff. Anyway, I go up to the second floor uh, where the the Larson Steakhouse is where you like to eat. Right. Right next to Larson Steakhouse. There's a sign way up at the top of the building that says something kitchen, blah, 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 kitchen. I don't know what that's for. But to go into this restaurant, there's a door, a nondescript door. (laughs) I feel like it's a
0: speakeasy. There's
1: a nondescript door with a a sign above it that it's like six inches by six inches that has a line down the middle. And on one side, it says pasta bar. And on the other side, it says sushi bar. And there's really? a doorbell. Yeah. So before the meal, they, they called and they're like, who's coming? And Rachel's like, Rachel and Randy. And she's like, OK, tell us about what, what are your dietary restrictions? And Rachel's like, this meal is kind of expensive. So Rachel's just, like, again, yeah, we're not going to be drinking alcohol. We don't drink coffee or tea. They're like, OK, great. Do you have any other allergies? Nope, no other allergies. OK. So we ring the doorbell. First thing comes out, and she's like, Rachel and Randy? Yes. Come nice.
0: On, come on in. We're like, thank you. And
1: they sit us down at the bar. Like, we understand you won't be drinking <laughs> the, today.
0: The first thing I think of when when someone does that to me, I think, hold on to your wallet, because this is going to be expensive. Well, <laughs> you, you, would, you wouldn't be
1: wrong. This would be, you told me about the most expensive meal you had, and this hangs with that. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, okay. So we sit down at, and at the bar, and they're like, we see you won't be drinking today, but we have these mocktails. Would you like a mocktail? Yeah. A mocktail? Yeah. Nice. So it was like a blood orange um, and like, you know, so, uh, what do you call it, the uh, tonic water and whatever. It was really good. So they gave us a mocktail, and then they're like, okay, your table's ready, come on in. Now, listen, I, I didn't know what the deal was, but it's called Pasta Bar, because we go in, and there's this half-moon-shaped bar, and there's 12 seats at the bar, and they're facing the kitchen, and people are standing in front of you. Like, there's, like, six chefs in front of you, and, and the food is all laid out on the table. So you get to watch and, them. And they make it for you while you eat and t- and talk to you about it while you're eating it. And it seats twelve. Okay,
0: that's cool. It's
1: super cool. So the guy's like, "Hi, I'm Colin. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> the blah 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 chef today, and and I, I'm gonna go around the kitchen and introduce everyone, and tell you what they'll be doing today." So he goes like, "This is so and so. This is so and so. This these are your cold cold uh, dish people. So they'll be working on your sushis and your salads." And okay, like are that. they
0: doing this individually to you as a couple or to everybody no, at to the, the bar? No, to the twelve people. So okay, it's like an it. am- it's like an amphitheater. So situation. everybody has to be there at the same time. Yes, got that's it. why
1: they'd sit you all in the bar and hang out until everyone's there, and then they march you in, and we all sit. And so we're sitting facing like this thing. When I say facing, it. I mean like you know sushi bar he's standing in front of me. I'm yeah. not saying well it's not like far away. That's not there's not glass. This isn't like a search, like a med school surgery situation. It's like <laughs> they're right there. You know what I mean? Like you feel the heat from the stove and what, all that other stuff, That's right? Awesome. So. So then they then they're like we're gonna be bringing you out 12 courses and um, um and we also were gonna bring out some fresh sourdough bread um for you guys to eat you know between and so then they, and then right then like everybody goes in the oven they bring out like the steamed loaf of bread and put it in front of all 12 people what? and it's like
0: steam's coming off it and do they have like the butter and then the salt next to the hey, butter
1: no they had the super sweet butter with uh, they had that had olive oil over it and, uh, and some sea salt on it and it was Unbelievable. Somehow the best butter. It's like, it's like whipped cream butter? I don't know what it was. It was great. Anyway, but here's the other thing that's great about it. So it's a fancy restaurant, right? Right. The, the big fear of fancy restaurants, and the thing they always made fun of when I was a kid when they weren't talking about rolling cars or... or Quicksand. Or, or quicksand, um, <laughs> was they were talking about how the portions are so small at fancy restaurants, and, they, and you have to know which fork to use. Well, they have all these crazy forks laid out, and the dude will just walk up, and he's like, okay, this is what this is. He's like... This is a, a cold avocado on a and, and and then on a bed of kale with some what do you call it onions and da da da. He's like, I like to eat it using this fork and I dig all the way to the bottom and swirl it around in in the glaze that we put on top because it just gives it something special. <laughs> like they just tell you <laughs> how to eat it. Awesome! Like, oh, it's so great. Wait, wait did, you,
0: did you have to dress <laughs> up? Was it fancy that way too?
1: Uh, you didn't have to. Uh, some people in the group were dressed up. I was a little bit dressed up, and some people were. They just didn't make you wear jackets. It's, a jacket, ca- it's California, man. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, okay, yeah. it's, it's New California. Like all these flops. chefs, like had tattoos going all the way up their arms. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, that's
0: the thing. is chefs, man. and tattoos.
1: chefs. They're all about the tats. Okay, so I'm bearing the lead here. The food was outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like small portions. Yeah, no, it was tiny portions. But twelve. Of them. But if you do twelve portions on a plate, that's a full plate of. That's a that's a full Thanksgiving plate of food right there. You know what I mean? So that's one. Number two, wh- and I because I've been to a couple of these places. It's the first time I've been to a performance one, but I've been to places where the twelve. portions Well, course. they call this
0: performance. Well, they didn't, because they but, show it but, to you. But it is oh, okay. Got like,
1: it. You know what I mean? But the other thing is, they always give you extra, extra courses. So when we got there, there were already three sweet treats that were there to get us warmed up. Right. And then after our two dessert courses, they gave us, like, another couple of sweet treats on the way out. So it was, like, 14 courses, right? Nice. Pretty, it was pretty amazing. So um, so
0: after the – did you know what – okay, so when I went to my fancy restaurant, I didn't know what the cost was. They don't tell you. Yeah. Did you know going yeah, in? Yeah, we did. Okay. We so, did. so it wasn't – there was no shock at the end. So was the no. bill worth the uh, – the food
1: it absolutely was nice.
0: It absolutely was. That makes it all worth well, it. Well, because
1: it like on the one hand, it's like excellent food, but on the other hand, it's the service. Like they, the fact that they were, they were there with me all the way, and they answered questions about it, and then they they explained all the stuff, and then like and like whenever someone came by, they're like, "This course is my favorite," and like they uh, like they like they're like hype like you up while you're <laughs> you're eating it, and uh and did and, you eat and, anything? and the other reason was, dude, look, there were there were. One, two, three, four, five, six... There were like seven people working for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, isn't that worth yeah. a lot of money? Like, it kind of is. You know what I mean? Like, that's not to say I'm going to do it every, you know, all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's not
0: one server. It's, that's the same when, when I when I went to our fancy restaurant. It was never... It was never just one guy. It right. was always several people. Yeah, always yeah, yeah. at your beck and call. I'm oh, a huge the fan. Butter's gone. I'm a huge fan. Get Some more butter. If you
1: guys wanted to spend uh, an exceptional amount of money for uh, <laughs> for an exceptional meal experience, I do recommend Pasta Bar. That's in Sherman Oaks.
0: Okay, so did your wife uh, was she as blown away as you were, or was just kind of meh? She was more blown away than I was.
1: Really? Yes. My wife, who, William, was expecting to be like, yeah, I don't know, I don't care. Um, cause I don't blame you, cause I, w- I So I wanted her to have the experience of like a truly gourmet food, because I've had it a couple times, and I know that like, it's a different thing, man. Like it's yeah. a different thing, A whole new world. You know what I mean? And like, it, yeah, so good. So anyway, I kept looking over, and Rachel would take a bite, and then she would stare at the plate with like a half smile for a long time, like looking around it, like trying to remember what it looked like. You know what I mean? I asked her about the <laughs> like, later, like absorbing. Oh. I'm it. like, what were you doing? She's like. I was smelling it because it smelled so good. <laughs> <laughs> For every course, she was That's like delighted. Awesome. For a couple of courses, she leaned over and whispered in my ear, like, "This is the last thing I want to eat." <laughs> That's so awesome.
0: Like it was that good. So, did you have any? Um, did you have any like new ingredient that you had never tried before, or was it just I the combo? I never had uh,
1: fancy caviar before. Oh, they and I actually, li- I thought, I thought
0: caviar was gonna be gross. I actually like caviar. <laughs> I thought it was good. Well, I've heard that. I, I don't think I've had the I real say stuff. I, I like it. I've had the fake stuff, not good.
1: Yeah, I've so heard that the real so stuff. So the, the fancy stuff, it's just really mild. So yeah. like, is it good? No, but it wasn't bad. I guess is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be like, I got to get me some more of that caviar. Yeah. But I, but like, they put it on the dessert at the, at the end,
0: and it was fine. Do you know yeah. what I mean? The other thing that <laughs> I had. This that, is the last two hundred dollars <laughs> that you're spending today. Here's the caviar. <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm saying, edit. right? So
1: then the uh, the uh, the other thing that was. Uh, so they they had some stuff with lemongrass juice that was really really good. Um, they used lots of lemon. Their Meyer they called it Meyer, no, it was the Meyer lemon. That's a certain kind of lemon. They had Meyer lemon in a lot of the different entrees, which is uh, lemon's always good. But you know they use it in different ways. One of the things they do that's both performancy and actually delicious is they serve your thing, but then, uh, then at least more than half the time. Then someone would walk around with it with a uh, with some some juice of something that they would ladle onto your thing after they served it to you. Oh, nice! And, and they're like, and and that was like, and I don't know, something cool about that from a service standpoint, but really cool for that from the flavor
0: standpoint. Nice, that's exciting. So would they consider this French food? No, pasta would be Italian. So it's just
1: it's Italian. It's it's kind of Italian Japanese fusion. Ooh, so Italians have their own version of sushi. They call it crudo. Um, okay. Which is just uncooked fish prepared in a certain way. Right. So they could you could argue that it's, this is not actually Japanese, but you know there were there were several crudo dishes. Is that, you know what it. I'm saying. So yeah. I would call it probably Japanese Italian fusion. Um, because a, it. because also like you know lemongrass right is that Italian probably not right. So it's probably Japanese Italian fusion. Um, but um, if you like sushi at all, it was good. So some uh, some of the people in the room like weren't sushi fans, and so I saw them sharing. The, the fishier dishes. There were a couple of dishes that were kind of fishy that they would share with the person they came with. Um, but uh, but but most people were just, like, gobbling it up, you know?
2: Oh, that's awesome. So I love that kind of story. Lucas, M- one day, big brother. Fan. i got to wait till I'm, like, at least 30 because every time I get good food, I just, like, I eat it too quick. I no wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Just, like, slow down. Just, <laughs> like, <laughs> one <laughs> bite. Just, <laughs> like, uh, the gullet opens. I would
1: deliberately try it and, like, get one-bite deals. I'd try and make it into, like, three bites just because I was, like... Yep. I did the flavor was so bad. It is
0: interesting it. because when those tiny things come out and you just kind of like, you do eat it slower and you kind of, you do explore it a little bit more and they do, it, it is kind of artful the way they, you know, Yeah. I never thought presentation would matter that much, but it does. You
1: I know. will say too that Right as the last course is coming out, so so people kept uh, they're like, "Is this what course is this?" I'm like, "Don't tell me, I don't want to know because I don't want to get stressed out about this being the last thing I get to eat." <laughs> but when the last course came out, they announced it. This is our last savory course, and at that point, I actually um, was like, "No, I'm like, I guess I'm 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 like kind of full." Like they like
0: they landed it right at when I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." I'm. Plus, when you eat slower, right? I mean, they tell you if you want to stay full, eat slower. True. I think I heard that from one of my. Uh, your brain doesn't react fast. Yeah, I had a
2: missionary companion who was like super into like nutrition and like all the weird little knickknack stuff.
0: The nutrition's a weird world. I've decided that it's a very w- weird world. Very unsettled, for sure. It's a new thing. It does not. Yeah, there's no people think there's hard fast rules. There's not. My daughter has some dietary issues, and one of the things they tell her to do is eat more salt, hmm. which is you know if you were to go to Anywhere. anywhere and else. it's the heart guy telling her eat more salt yeah <laughs> you need more salt so well, uh it's uh yeah there's no you don't th- you think there's hard fast rules so probably the only hard fast rule for nutrition is eat more vegetables
3: yeah
1: well friends uh any podcast that ends with eat more vegetables <laughs> is is an exciting beware of quick it's quicksand. An exciting podcast <laughs> beware of quicksand those are your life hacks for today like uh beware of quicksand yeah um, but don't be afraid of it. Don't it's be afraid not, to walk not slow. As, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You can <laughs> it lands
1: back on its wheels. You don't have to keep driving. No. Nope. Um, uh, don't be afraid of Crudo. Find ways to use lemongrass. These
0: are all the life hacks yeah. we talked and about today. And Video yourself running. You might be surprised. Video tape yourself running. You might be surprised. I look like a total beefist.
1: This, is, uh, this has been the Waystation Station Podcast. I'm Randy. I'm William. I'm Lucas. Have a great day.